Footy, food and friends. Josh Squared. Footy, food and friends. Josh Squared. Do fans squeeze ya? Josh Squared. Yeah. Where are we? Back again for another episode of Josh Squared. Doofy boy. How you going, mate? Oh, I'm a bit second hand to be honest. We've, I've had a big weekend, but it's good to be back and good to be chatting to the square, all the squares out there, and getting ready for another big episode. Yep. Thanks for tuning in, all you squares. We've got a heap in store. Um, before we before we roll on into our uh, rate plate, um, we've got a huge one. We've got a huge um, superstar on the show later on. But before we get to that, um, a lot of people have been asking me, Doof, um, how like, how'd you get your nickname, Doof? What do you got for me? Well, it's not that great of a story to be honest, and it's technically it's not actually my nickname. So this is the first time I'll properly admit this. It's actually uh, Matt Duffy's nickname. He used to call get called Doof, and he went to uni with us, and he moved back to Darwin, back to Crocodile Country. Shout out to all the our Darwin squares out there. I'm and basically, I didn't want his legacy to be forgotten. So Doof, as he moved back to the NT, so I took it upon myself to be Doof on Facebook and wrote a big status about it, and now. That legacy has since been stolen, and I am now the real Doof, and he is the fake Doof, much to his disgust. <laughs> but what have, have you had, ever had any other nicknames in your in your life, mate? Run me through a couple. Well, obviously, you know, but a few. Oh, I don't know, Mardo, Big Fella, Doof. Um, what about Snickers? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, I've been nicknamed Snickers before, but. I'll leave that up to the imagination of the squares. That's the one. I'll put it this way. Tan skin. That's all I'm going to say. A little bit crazy. Maybe. Something like that. Yeah, very, very good. Um, So you you basically stole the nickname. Yes. Yeah. Not that great of a story, to be honest. But I did ask how how Squidgy came about the other day, and I reckon the listeners will be desperate to hear that. (laughs) It's it's a terrible story. as you know, I grew up in Kalgoorlie, moved over here when I was about 11 years old, um, my first day at school, um, I was playing cricket out in the yard, and Seb Green, Seb, if you're listening, he's a huge square, um, he will 100% testify to this happening, um, we're batting partners, and he just started saying, squidgy, squidgy, like this, like and like beckoning me for, to run, and I was like, oh, right, yeah, yeah, running, 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 and I got home that night, and I've gone to mum, these Victorian kids, they keep saying this squidgy thing during cricket. I don't understand what it means because I found when I moved over here, Victorian people always said like just slightly different things to WA people. And um, anyway, go back to school and I was thinking, I don't know if I'll get bullied here or something. And I'm like... <laughs> you would have been getting bullied. <laughs> oh, I was rattled. And I go to this, I go to Seb and I said, and just quietly, Seb, he was the squidgy one. Uh, back in back in uh, grade five. He was carrying a couple around the hip. So I didn't understand. <laughs> and um, I said... Yeah, what's it go? And he goes, oh, what's your actual name? I said, oh, I'm Josh. And he goes, oh, I just think you look like, your hair looks squidgy, so I'm just going to call you squidgy. And um, I was like, yeah, right. And and literally, it's just stuck. So not very, <laughs> for all you squares out there, it's nothing, yeah, nothing very impressive, but it's amazing yeah. how a nickname does stick. Um, yeah, I've had it for about, what, 13 years now? If you do have a photo of what you think squidgy hair would look like, can you please send it in because... Neither of us have any idea what that's supposed to look like, and I really don't think it's a very good adjective. No, terrible to, adjective. To, to describe hair. Rightio, guys. Moving right on into our major segment of the show. It's uh, our rate plate segment, and we are joined by none other 
than Sir Skinneth of the Pork, Mickelson medalist, great goatee. Anything else you'd like to add there, Duff? <laughs> Skinny, welcome to the show, mate. Boys, thanks very much. Long time friends, short time listener, because you've uh, it's only your second show, so yeah, third, third, third show now, yeah. third show now. Yeah, we've only got two. It's still early days, but um, geez, it's been great to land a big fish like yourself. It is excellent to have you on. But before we kick it off, um, have you had any mishaps at work or anything lately? Well, it's funny you say that. <laughs> but, uh, I had a few beers with uh, young Squidgy here not too long ago and I went to work and it happened to be on a Tuesday. I was sitting down at work with my boss, just about to eat some lunch and uh, went to do a little fluffy and something might have followed through there. <laughs> 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 I, uh, yeah, I, ha- I went to the Portaloo and the jocks couldn't be saved. I had to uh, throw it in a skip bin. May or may not have been Harry Donigan's, I'm not sure. <laughs> Emily Griffin, if you're listening, uh, you better go check for some um, jocks in the backyard. <laughs> um, yeah, and no, I had just pretty much had to tell the boss that I was going home for a shower. And um, the worst thing was it was school holidays, the, the girlfriend was home, Shannon. Big shout um, out to Shannon, huge square. Yeah, and uh, so there's no hiding and I had, a, had to have a quick shower and... Uh, Put the fresh jocks on and back to work I went for the day. So was this on the clock getting paid while this happened? Um, it was at lunch, so it was no nah, cut into me lunch <laughs> lunch hour. So no, yeah, disappointing. I know it should have been. <laughs> that's just uh, that's a classic, just tradie life. Back in up, up after a big weekend, <laughs> we've all been there. <laughs> Rightio, skin. Um, before we get to the get to the food, and gee whiz, the food was marvelous. Um, we just got a couple quick questions for you. Our uh, first question. Do you think you're a better footballer than your brother, T-Bird? Be honest. Well, different eras. He's four years older than me. Oh, oh, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Give us a straight answer. <laughs> no, I don't reckon I am, actually. Cause I, he's bloody got 10 centimetres on me, a lot built, and better skills. I'm just, I just have a crack. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm nowhere near as footballer he is. So what you're saying is you have a better crack than your brother? Yeah, I have a better crack. <laughs> <laughs> well, on field or off field? Or- Ah, uh, both. Oh, Actually, oh. Yeah, way better off yeah. here than him. <laughs> both offer a bit, both on and off. I would have thought. Um, yeah, well, I'd be. Yeah, I'd, I'd. I'd have to say you might be the better footballer. Good day, T. Bird. If you're listening, by the way. <laughs> um, you know, well, pretty good resume. Mickelson medal. Um, uh, ca- captain of the Vic Country team. Best on in the Vic Country game. You might not have taken mark of the year in Western Bulldogs colours. <laughs> he <laughs> dropped got, it. He dropped it. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I reckon, uh, no, I reckon I can tip he's, your hat off there. I reckon you, you might have been covered. He's got one over me. He played AFL, so. Yeah. <laughs> you should have, though. Everyone should have. I should have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, Duff, you were robbed, mate. <laughs> yeah, I was good in under 12s. <laughs> um, now, the other one, mate. Um, have you booked a holiday yet in April? No, I haven't, no. Why not? April. Well, you're not playing food on May. Ah! <laughs> yeah, shout out to Snake McLean, I suppose. <laughs> nah, yeah, I haven't booked a, a holiday, but um, yeah, a bit of a late start for me yeah. there, Switch. There's some discount fights on Jester, I'll look for you. So, <laughs> feel free. <laughs> Barley. <laughs> oh, don't punch me. <laughs> Rightio. What all the listeners are here for. All the squares men tuning in, they want to know, Skinneth, what have you cooked for us? 
Tonight, boys, I've gone the roast pork with, um, I really pride myself on the crackle, so I needed to get that spot on. Um, and roast veggies, bit of garlic bread, and a uh, bit of bread and butter to mop it up with. So, hope you enjoyed. Mate, it was absolutely fabulous. Um, you walk in, you see Skinneth just dishing up on cue, 7pm on the dot. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Big grin on the face. We've got, the, we've got the esky under the table, six-pack of Cullen Dry Stubbies on ice, ready to go. Um, oh, I'll tell you what, it was a great start, and, uh, geez, the, the plate did look delightful. What did you think, Dilf? Oh, well, just, I'll just start on a negative note. The space between the wall and the chair wasn't great. And for a big, you did obviously didn't allow for a big frame like myself to be able to sit down. But other than that, it was, yeah, excellent meal. So we'll get right into uh, the questions. The first question is, and a pretty easy one, where did you buy your food from? Uh, the fresh food people, Woolworths. So. Lee's. Shopping Lee's. local? Yeah, it's just down the road. Yeah. So no butcher for the no meat? No butcher for the meat, mate. The cryback stuff seemed to, uh, seems to crackle up the best, so that's why I got the cryback, the cryback the cry- stuff. We'll have a crackle tasting and secret recipe reveal later. Yes, definitely. That cracker was delightful. Um... How long did you think about what you wanted to cook, mate? It's pretty easy for me. The uh, the better half doesn't like um, pork, so I don't so get. That was cook easy it. for you to pick something. Yeah. Like. <laughs> no, well, I don't get to cook it very oh. often. So, and I was craving it, and I just saw two lads like yourself love your food would. Love uh, fatty pork and, and Speak crackle. for yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Big shout out to um, Bo at F45 there again. Doof has done it again. <laughs> the eight-minute challenge and he's, yes, he may have really indulged on some pork. May or may not have. <laughs> yeah, may or may not have. I did just have the beans this week and a little bit of pumpkin. That was all. <laughs> uh, moving it right along. Do you rate yourself as a bit of a chef? I do, actually. Yeah. I, uh, I love me food. Doesn't look like I do, but I do love me food, and there's nothing better than a great cooked meal. So I I do do rate myself, yeah. No, and yeah, geez, it was a homely dish. I was yeah, very I, impressed. I do, well, yeah, felt very good, very that, homely farm I, meal. I'd had I'd heard <laughs> really good veg. I'd heard really good things. I actually remember um, Andy Collins. He big shout out to Andy Collins, by the way. He's uh, a big square, big, big McKean McGregor square. He'll be on the header, um, or whatever. Is that a thing? That's. <laughs> Ahead of, yeah, clicks hey, that. No, yeah. they'll be out there selling ewes. Yeah, he'll be selling for your ewes and that. Um, yeah, he told me, he goes, Skinny Bird, he was having a chat one day before he trying to get Skinny Bird, he, he actually cooks up a good roast meal. And and then I've got I've had you on Snapchat and I've, I've, I've seen some of the things you dish up and, yeah, I've been very excited, been very excited. And it's suffice to say that you, you delivered on the big stage too, I think. Um, now, did you wash your hands? Yes, I did. Is that because you knew that we we're going to ask you that? <laughs> no, I, uh, I'm a tradie, and I uh, I actually had a shower just before I started cooking. So, so I, come, I, was, I was I was filthy, filthy dirty. So I had a shower, washed the hands in the shower, and then went out, got changed, and started cooking. So does that class as washing hands, the whole body? Or? Well, what yeah. soap did you use? Uh, it was a. Shower gel body wash. So. Yeah, that's well. It's better than Jez last week. He said what today? Yeah, big shout out to Jez. Didn't go to F forty five tonight. Bendigo Cup got to him, so bad luck, Jez. And our last question before we move into the actual rating is: Do you think there's anything that you could have done better? 
Jeez, oh, it was pretty good, boys. <laughs> I, I might have very the, modest. Might have dish, dished the roast veggies up a tad early, and they could have been on the just slightly on the colder side. Um, but that is other, noted. That yeah, is noted in temperature. Than, <laughs> other than that, um, no, I don't think I folded too much. Pretty happy but, with it. But he's he's going to be the judge of that. Um, and just while we've got you, the highlight which you which you talked about. Um, the thing you really pride yourself on the pork crackle. So, for, for all those squares out there, we're gonna we're gonna give um, you all an opportunity first to listen to the crack. Um, Dorf, can you please? Wow, that is good. That is crunchy. Scotty's <laughs> uh, really wanting an extra bit. That's what I'm doing. Give us a little. Oh. Oh. oh, yeah, that's good. Um, big shout out to Steffi if you're listening. She uh, should be getting triggered right now. She hates crunchy food. Um, so we should put a disclaimer out there. Um, skin is the first ever squared masterclass um, that we're doing. You're going to give our listeners um, the recipe or live on air. So the best way for crackle listeners, all the squares out there, cryvacked pork from the supermarket, Get it out of the cryback, pat it down with paper towel so it's dry. Get the marge out or the butter, whatever you like. Cover it with butter and then, uh, like I mean, like a couple mil- millimetres thick of butter, like load the butter up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shout, out F- shout out to F45 there again. <laughs> whatever, whatever butter you've got, put it on. And then salt. Salt it up like... You wouldn't believe, <laughs> like, and I find I've tried different salts. Saxa salt, Saxa salt table. It's, it's the best. But then there's a way to cook it also. The first thirty minutes of cooking it, it's got to be on like two twenty five, two thirty degrees, really hot. So it crackles up, and then bring it back down to one eighty and cook it for the rest of the time. So the middle cooks. Oh, it needs be crackling. That is. I reckon you should leave the trade game and get into <laughs> cooking food. Scott, well, Sir Skinner of the Pork <laughs> Restaurant Major South Bank. I can see it. Oh, big shout out to your dad, Bill Baird. He he, uh, he he taught me that. So Bill wouldn't be listening. He, he doesn't know technology, but yeah, he's the main man. We'll get him on technology. We're going worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. Righto, moving into the serious part of proceedings now, our rating system for all you squares out there that haven't listened before. So we rate uh, five different areas of the meal via duftinis. So a maximum of five duftinis, Jezza last week, and a low of one duftini, truck the week before. So we <laughs> ask Skinny to rate himself out of duftinis, and then we give him a rating ourselves, and then we get an overall uh, rating of the meal. Take it away, Squidgy. Thank you, Duffy boy. Uh, rightio, taste. Now, I'll tell you what. When you got pork and you got gravy and apple sauce, I don't know if there's much more that you need that you need on your plate. But then we've also got the veggies on the side. Double it up with a bit of butter. Um, yeah, do uh, Skinneth. What do you think about the taste? Well, there was that much salt on it. <laughs> Which is always good. <laughs> and can't, you can't you can't lose if there's that much salt on it. But nah, the veggies were herbed as well. So nah, I I I really rate the taste for me. Yeah. How many duftinis? Five duftinis. Oh! <laughs> uh, yeah. Look, mate, and look, taste is very important. And I can't fault anything on there. 
on the plate in terms of taste. I mean, broccoli tasted like broccoli. <laughs> with some, with some Water. The corn, no, that's the, all I ate, so the, I wish I knew what the rest of it tastes like. The, the, the corn had the butter on it, which just is delightful. As you say, that salty flavour of the gravy and apple sauce. Yeah, I'm inclined to give you a full off as well. Well done. As you can see, we've got the new sound effects machine working, an absolute treat. <laughs> Moving along into presentation. Well, as we mentioned before, we walk in, we've got the biggest grin on his face, we've got the small, we got the table set up for midgets, we've got, <laughs> we've got the beer under the table ready to go, a nice red, nice red um, tablecloth and a plate that honestly had the colour of the rainbow. What did you think? I pride myself on uh, presentation on plates, actually, when, when I cook up I'll meal. I thought it was taste first. Well, taste, yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't like veggies mixed around everywhere. You've got to separate them, have, know what you're eating. So I've done that pretty well, I thought. So I'm going to give myself another five to ten. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, no, I'm definitely going to have to go with five to ten. Honestly, it couldn't be faulted. Nice big plates. And yeah, very yeah, very well set out, and all the condiments and trimmings that you'd want. So definitely five duftinis for me. Um, while we're just on the big plates too, Adam, you mentioned it over the over the dinner that yeah, um, yeah that you thought. Well, I was I did load them up. They were they were big plates and a lot of food on them. I was trying to uh, stump you boys. Actually, I was trying to. Trying to get you so you couldn't actually finish a meal, and you, you're you, gonna have to you, go and kill another. Yeah, I know. You nailed it. You both nailed it. Not a scrap left on there. So well done, boys. Let it be heard that Duff and I will not finish a plate. Not not finish a plate ever. So if you're <laughs> someone out there that wants to be on the show and you think that you can outplate us, then step up to the plate. <laughs> I'm a bottomless pit. I promise you. <laughs> All right. Presentation. Oh no, we've done that. Temperature. Now. You did talk about the veggies. I don't want to bring it up again. What did you think? Temperature. Yeah. Everything was good except for the uh, roasted veggies. I plated them up first. By the time I sort of cut the meat and plated everything else, and they were they were just, just on the lukewarm side. So you want your veggies hot. So I'll give myself four duftinis for that one there. I think that's a very reasonable and mature response, and I'll also side with the four. I found... The main, risk, the main, the main events, the main events were, went uh, good temperature. Um, you know, broccoli. It doesn't really matter if it's hot or cold. Like, oh, it's broccoli, but I agree. You know, it could have been what a bit hotter. What against broccoli? It's <laughs> it up. It is a superfood, apparently. But <laughs> uh, variety. Well, that's, oh, I honestly couldn't name something that wasn't on there. To be completely honest with you, but. I'll let, I'll let Skinny think if there's anything that wasn't on the plate. <laughs> Mate, boys, I've listened to your show the last couple of weeks. And, yeah, and I obviously. Just, yeah, yeah, well, I just, I just, I do like a variety myself when I cook meals, though. So I was, I was going to, I would have thrown everything on there, no matter what. But I, I, I've heard your last couple of results and didn't sound like there was a lot of variety on them. So I had to throw everything on there and I think I did, so... Five <laughs> <laughs> You've done your homework. <laughs> what do you reckon, Dosh? Five? Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Five, <laughs> five Duftinis. Uh, well, he's staring down the barrel of a five Duftini mark here, but of punctuality. <laughs> <laughs> so, the d- dictionary definition of punctuality is on time. And is it? Do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and... 
like I said before, we walked in at 7 p.m., like 7 p.m., and one second passed, and he was dishing up. He was ready. So, I mean, we weren't waiting around. We didn't beat around the bush. What do you reckon, Adam? Yeah. Early in the week, this boy said we were coming at 6.30, and uh, it just... I had to push it out today to 7 because I just knew I wasn't going to have it prepped in time. So I got it got it on, uh, got it on, it at 7, ready by 7pm and yeah, 5 to 10 for that one. You do, lo- you, do, <laughs> you do lose marks though because I had to arrange a dog sitter and I had to push them back to 7 o'clock. So. <laughs> and, oh, and I was, no. plan- I was planning on going to the gym twice. <laughs> Okay, That's I, can a lot. <laughs> I can only go one. So. Uh, uh, no, That's good. All right. Yep, yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go with the five dwarf teenies there, mate. <laughs> very, very punctual. Good boy. <laughs> <clears throat> Rightio, the overall score. Now, we gave five dwarf teenies last week to Jazza Feelin. He dished up a beautiful. Oh, I feel at stake. Um, there was a the size much. of a chicken nugget. <laughs> It was concise. He went he went down the path of, you know... Um, basic is best. Basic is best, exactly right. But Skinny has read the play beautifully here. He's looked at Dorf and Squidge and he goes, these boys are lean, mean, eating machines. <laughs> and, and I play for the mean machine. <laughs> <laughs> I know they like their pork and their veggies and their gravy. I'm going to give them the lot. And oh, I've had a great experience. What do you think, Dorf? Oh, it's been phenomenal, and I can't believe... We've got to be more harsh on our judging, because I just don't see an up from here. We're going to have to change it to 10 to 10 years, maybe. <laughs> He's raised the bar, So on sure. that note, it's a two. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Uh, five Dwarf Teenies. Yes! <laughs> well done, Adam. Great work, mate. Great work, Skinny. Uh, anything you want to say to the people out there? Uh, thanks, boys. It's uh, it's been an honour, and um, I was I was coming in tonight just nothing less than five fifteenies to be honest. <laughs> you set yourself to the task. What would have happened if we didn't give you five? How dirty would you be on yourself? Jeez, I'd be asking for a re recall. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck Doty, this doesn't apply to you. You Maybe. cannot have a recall. <laughs> Maybe we'll just do that to keep getting big, big bellies full four. Um, before we let you go, mate, um, we do like to do a pet shout out, okay? So, Dilf and I are big pet people. Um, is there anyone you want to give a shout out to of your past of a pet? Yeah, uh, when I was about 11 years old, I had this little miniature fo- foxy, and it was, uh, yeah, good little. Her name was Nelly. Nelly? Yeah, Nelly. And um, Nelly, about 12 months into her age, Nelly, we went out to the um, dad's old boy's farm and. Um, shooting rabbits and Nelly was tied up in the back of the ute and pulled up I was in the passenger seat with the 22 pop pop the pop the rabbit no the, the old boy um used to stew rabbits and um so he, he used to gut them and skin them and stew them and eat them and we both walked over there to get it on the way back Nelly poor Nella jumped out and uh hung itself and, oh. but the old boy was that bloody shattered Took it off. I started, I was only 11, started born. Started giving it mouth-to-mouth resuscitation, rubbing it. When it, like, blew up, like, its eyes, it was like a balloon, its head, and then rubbing it. A couple minutes later, 
Tongue come out of the mouth and she started. It was stiff as a board, like it was that stiff. Oh, you're it, ju- it started. It come back and oh, the kiss. Oh, it was this, uh, you revived it. Rev- the, the, um, the kiss of life. Yeah, the, the kiss, kiss of, of life. life. Yeah, he's amazing, mate. Oh, <laughs> that story. I was a bit worried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. When you when you said I was like <laughs> when you said twenty two, I was thinking oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and then like hey, so I'm like oh that's tragic. Oh my stomach's dried. But mate, that's a that's, that's so a that was when it, so. It died only two months ago. Oh, you're joking. It lasted till 18, 19 years of age, yeah. Just old age. It died. It was blind and deaf for the last few years, but it's, it kicked on till it was still alive. It died a couple of months ago. So, yeah, shout out to Nell. Shout out to Nell. Great work, Nell, and RIP in pet heaven. Righto, thanks very much again, Skin. That's all we've got time for tonight, but it's been an excellent experience. So if anyone wants to come around, he said you can cook for anyone. So just rock up anytime, and he'll be have something on the plate for you. So as tradition follows, um, is there anyone you'd like to give a shout out to to um, go on skull cam? Yeah, me uh, me little mate Yak Ross from Sanders give me a nice nice jaw in the uh, final this year. So uh, shout out for him for uh, the skull cam, brother. You're on skull cam, brother. You have 24 hours to post on our page or never listen to us again. Thank you. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Okay, moving right along into our next segment, Bendigo Hot Topic. It's been a massive week in Bendigo this week. They don't get much bigger than Bendigo Cup and Jaden's new festival that he started by the Vine. So I actually work at Heathcote, so I don't get the day off. I only get the Melbourne Cup being uh, outside of the, the major city of Bendigo, but... Squidgy, you went along to the cup. How was it? I did go along to the cup, and gee whiz, it was a great day. Um, oh, stinking hot, 35 degrees, um, but the ponies were running around, uh, the beers were flowing, as I uh, alluded to last week. It was a great day, had by all. Um, I did get around on the on the roaming squares, and <laughs> I'm not joking, I, I woke up Thursday morning with 21 voice recordings. <laughs> Literally 27 minutes of voice memos, and um, unfortunately, it's all either just a slur of words that you, just, you can't make sense of, or um, highly inappropriate in terms of expletives and these sort of things. So, unfortunately, whilst uh, I had some really good content, it's probably not going to make the show. Well, it hasn't made the show. Inboxes um, personally, if you'd like them to send them to us. Yeah, um, but... There was one thing we could all agree on, and that is it was very hot. Have a listen to this. Right, yeah, I'm here with uh, Isaac Ruff, huge square. Massive. Ruffy, how's your day going, mate? Yeah, good, yeah, pretty hot, but uh, yeah, still good. It's an absolute stinker. I'm here with Buster Holt, a very uh, estranged uh, Wedderburn young pup with the Mighty Dragons now. How are you going, Will? Yeah, very good. Very warm day, but having a good day. Jesus, it's sizzling, isn't it? Uh, Zach, how's your day going? Yeah, not too bad, Josh. Uh, fairly hot at the uh, Benio Cup. Gee whiz, it is. Lock, how are you, mate? Yeah, not too bad, uh, Josh. How are you going, mate? I'm very well. I've, I've had a couple of quiet ones, and uh, I think the heat's starting to take its effect. How yeah. about yourself? Uh, same here, same here. Uh, it's pretty pretty warm today. It's uh, 35 degrees. Uh, the sun, I've got a bit of sunstroke, but I'm doing it. Mate. Uh, it shits me about Benio. Yeah. Probably the sun. It's hot. It's hot. Um, I did manage to snag one good bit of footage. Um, I did have to edit it a bit of it, but um, 
if you cast your mind back to episode one, squares, I do talk about my birthplace, Kalgoorlie, Boulder, um, magnificent town. If you ever find yourself in the middle of nowhere in WA, um, you're probably in Cal um, and look, dip the toe in. It's a good pub scene and um, big hole in the ground if you want to go have a look at that as well, amongst other things. Um, I bumped into a bloke, you would not read about it. Uh, I, was all, I was about to interview Dill McNamara and um, yeah, this guy's just come from 5D with a, wearing a West Coast cap. Um, have a listen to this. Right now, I'm here with Dill McNamara. Dill, how's your day going? And, and right, from, um, yeah. Hello. Hello, mate. What's your name? Uh, George. George, where are you from, mate? Uh, Kalgoorlie. What brings you to Bendigo? Uh, well, I'm just hunting some new talent. I noticed you're wearing a West Coast cap. Who's your favourite player? Uh was was um Lacrabe retired. The Frenchman? Yes. Yes. Well done. Now he's more interested in catching fish. It smells the same, but all the difference well, from Calgary. boy, what about Dom Sheed? Yeah, give and take Mate, he, bought, he was born with red dirt in his veins, mate He was born in an open cut mine Yeah, well, that's why he's dodgy And he won us a flag, so he handled it, so God love to him Alright, Georgie boy What's your tip of the day? Uh, tip of the day is number six Number six, the yeah. squared horse Wrangles, go for it Squared wrangled, love it, mate Alright, have a good one, Georgie boy Anything you want to say to the listeners? Love yous all And if you, anyone spare Send them my way. Say, <laughs> George, you might. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I also caught up with some concreters at the end of the day uh, at the Queen's Arms Hotel. Have a listen to this. I do the skull camp. I'm just here with the Avard boys from the Queen's Arms. Uh, we've had a good day on the punt. Um, we'll just retire ourselves back at the Queen's Arms. Boys, how's your day been? We've been at work. We're concreters, so it's no good at these boys. Know. These boys. What are you, concreters? Yeah. What, is yeah. It, what does that entail? Uh, concreting. Can you please run me through a day in the concrete life? No, you wouldn't understand it. You're half wit. <laughs> We're talking water. We're talking flour. No, no flour, mate. Cement. Cement. How do you make cement? <laughs> I actually don't know that one. Oh, it comes from the plant. Egyptians used to grind it off limestone. Was it um? Was it William H. Expose that yeah, invented? Yeah, yeah. I so, think he might have. Uh... I'm here with a few ancient Egyptians. <laughs> they've, been, <laughs> they've been chipping away at the limestone on those god awful pyramids. Have you been on this thing? And all now day? they have been <laughs> laying the crete for the boys. Um, Mazza. What's something you hate about Benigo? <laughs> um, the, the people. The people in Bendigo are too picky. (laughs) 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 I agree. (laughs) Rightio, enough about the cup. Uh, Doofy boy, how was By the Vine? Get on the Reds. Yeah, By the Vine, (laughs) wine tour around Bendigo, hosted by our great mate and number one ticket holder of the show, Big Jaden Donaldson, hosting yet another event in Bendigo. Um, It was a great day. Uh, the weather wasn't ideal, but uh, that didn't actually worry Big JD because he got the, still got the money out of us. So have a listen to this. All right, here we are, jo- roaming Josh Squared at another event, hosted by my good friend Jaden Donaldson. He has his finger in a lot of pies. Were you worried about the weather? Well, 
Yes, and it's uh, we had the biggest downpour we've had so far of the year today. So uh, yeah, good fun. So it doesn't matter to you though. So you've taken everyone's money, and you, like, do you actually care about the weather? Well, I do care about the weather, but I care about the money more. So that's one of those blokes, Jane Nonson. No, he has hosted a great event. Uh, Axel's just given us the uh, market value report on the use. Uh, do you know anything about that? Uh, no, I don't know anything about the sheep, but more about the houses. Uh, and we've just we've just moved over, and we have Jaden's Jane Donaldson's better half here on Josh Squared. What's Jane like as a boyfriend? It's wonderful. In what way? Every way, shape, or form. Give me an example of how he's good. He wanted to give me his spring roll last night, and that was really meant a lot to me. <laughs> food, food is way to a girl's heart. Now, while we're on the topic of um, of hot topics in Bendigo, um, we've also got some huge football rumours um, to drop on the show live. Uh, Dorf, what you got for me? Well, this is probably the biggest rumour yet, and I can confirm that I've spoken to my sources and it's true. Uh, Lockie Yak Ross is not only changing clubs, but changing codes. You are joking. He is followed in his sister's footsteps, Ricky Ross. Big shout out to Ricky. She's a big square. And he'll be jumping across and playing soccer for the Eagle Hawk <laughs> Soccer Club. Because he, he clocked football, so he's going, having a code swap and following in family tradition and heading over to the Borough Soccer Club. Well done, Lockie. Uh, all the best, my brother. Don't speak to us anymore. <laughs> and moving on, uh, in other huge news, probably even bigger and also definitely true. What do you got for a squidge? Yes, well, um, uh, young Lockie Sharp and his partner, um, both huge squares. Uh, is it Lucy? Yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I was, I was just double checking. Um, yeah, they're up in Darwin at the minute, and um, we're just in. They've decided to um, settle on the TV Islands. Um, they're going to raise their child on the TV Islands. Sharpie's just going to um, grow old in the um, TV Bombers kit, and um, thank the Lord that I don't have to ever play on him again. <laughs> so good luck, um, Lockie. Um, redheads aren't really best suited to Northern Territory weather, but I wish you all the best. <laughs> uh, we'll just really briefly touch on a bit of animal news too. A um, bit of a feel-good story. The um, yeah, the white python do What do you got for me? Well, the white python that escaped last week, well, not on the show, but escaped and we covered it on the show, has been found alive and well after, I think, a week and a half. The whereabouts of John Harvey, though, the other snake, is unknown. No, slippery bugger. But um, I have heard there is other big animal news in the region, Squidge. Yeah, huge public service announcement. Um, and Xavier, Xavier Henderson, if you're listening, huge square, um, your cows are out, mate. Um, it looks like they've let, vacated the, um, the farm and they're on the major highway um, clogging up traffic um, all through Harcourt. So can you please round them up? Um, and everyone, just stay vigilant, okay? Thank you. <laughs> Righto, my very favourite segment, Behind the Mask. This is the segment where you can get all your troubles, pet peeves, anything you want to say about anyone or anything, send it into the Josh Squared podcast and we're happy to announce it and take the heat for it. And don't forget, it is completely anonymous and it will never be found who it is. We have two absolute classics this week. And I think people will be able to relate 
quite well with the two that we've got. So, Squidgy, what do you got for me first? Uh, yeah, this one was sent uh, through from a big red-headed um, lovable character that, that primary school teachers may or may not at White, Hill, <laughs> at White Hills Primary School. Um, and his last name rhymes with Bridgeway. Um, but completely anonymous, as always. Um, here we go. I'll tell you what really grinds my gears. The Sternberg Street Roundabout and everything associated with it. That multi-avenued ring of beeping doom even turns the best of drivers' knuckles white with vulnerability. I like where this is going. You slide down the left lane to avoid the lineup of the incompetent playing follow the leader. You sneak up to the front and take pole position. The driver... <laughs> the driver on your right creeps forward in preparation to enter the circle of death. They're committed. You're committed. You feel confident knowing they're about to lay a bar and picket like Shepherd, and then whack! They've pump faked you like vintage Jordan if you've chomped at the bait. Your life flashes before your eyes. You think of all the bad things you've done in your life, all the regrets, and in this trance, you miss your exit. You're stuck on this deathly merry-go-around for another lap. Beat that roundabout and beat the hesitators. You have got to be kidding. <laughs> And moving on into our next uh, behind the mask, um, gee whiz, it's uh, it's our it's our favourite business in town. Uh, this time it's the Bendigo variety, not Strathdale. Uh, we're talking about McDonald's. Um, Doofy boy, someone is spewing. They are thumbs down to McDonald's Bendigo store on Cup Day, four thirty p.m. to five thirty-five ish, where staff. There, we're not doing a whole lot, and one girl on the front register didn't know what she was doing either. Tape should be looked at. Long queue, <laughs> and people walked out. The girl stuffed up everyone's order, only to have the redo it all. That's everyone that was there, in caps. Even on mine, forgot to give right change and had manager called to open the register. On this, I said to her, uh, what, people are walking out of here, and she said to me, oh my God, you are for real. She doesn't know what she's doing here. She put her hand up and said she didn't care. Oh my God, McDonald's, what are you doing? Train the staff properly. Get better management as you're losing customers. For God's sake, I won't be back. I want to be back, that's for sure. Not that one. Oh, and I forgot to say that the guy that walked out went up to the girl to say... Is this register open? She said, no, it's not working. It was on saying, welcome to McDonald's. And there was another register there too. Wake up. <laughs> Wowie, wake up, McDonald's. What are you doing? I'll tell you what, some of the people that post on this page, they need to get a life. That They're... poor 15-year-old girl. <laughs> Penny go thumbs down, thumbs up. Big shout out. Rightio, we're nearly at the tail end of the show. Um, Doofy, what's on for the weekend, mate? Uh, this coming weekend, I'll be at the Bendigo Blues and Roots Festival, so I'll be getting another couple of voice memos, so if you do see me, Josh Squared will be on the roam, and this time we'll try and keep them a little bit PG rated, so we don't have 50 minutes of footage and three minutes that we can actually play, <laughs> but that's what I'll be doing. What about yourself, Squidgy? Um, well, I'll be, uh, I'll actually be heading down Geelong with, um, with all my schoolmates from uh, year 12, we've got a little bit of a squad, about 14 of us. I'm going to go head down there to the races and uh, have a few quiet ones. Should be pretty low-key, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Sounds it. Um, so, yeah, if anyone's in Geelong and they happen to see me out, um, yeah, I'll hit you up for a squared, definitely. Might get some randoms at the races. We'll see how we're going. Um, if, you, if you do have any, um, any events that you're going to or any events that you'd like us to come to, 
to uh, get on the Roaming Josh Squared. Let us know any events you want to cover. Because uh, we baby are... showers, <laughs> baby showers, um, divorces, ninetieth birthday parties, um, re- people getting admitted into the retirement village, Christmas uh, parties, you name it. We got we we got you covered. Okay, we're um we don't we don't um uh, discriminate. <laughs> No, we don't, and we're desperate to party, so <laughs> so invite us to everything. Rightio, we're at the end of another show, guys. Um, please don't forget to like us on Facebook, Josh Squared. Um, hit us up on Instagram, Josh underscore Squared 2, um, and Spotify, also Josh Squared. We also do have Twitter. We've got 15 followers so far. <laughs> um, it's a select group. Um, get amongst it, because I have been putting a lot of stuff up <laughs> to, uh, to no avail. Um Dilfy, anyone you want to give a shout-out to, mate? Uh, yeah, I do, actually. A big shout-out to Jeremy Phelan this week, who has, um, on the weekend at By The Vine, has broken his foot uh, trying to do a pirouette, I think it was. So he's out of action. And halfway through the challenge, I reckon he tried to do it on purpose because he knows that I've got him covered. So a big shout-out to you, Jez. who will be sitting at home, KFC, moon boot, punting. That's you for the next few weeks, brother. Wondering what could have been. Um, and I'll also give a shout out to Truck, who was our first person on the show. Um, he has been off the off the beers for, I think, two weeks, which is a huge effort for the great man. Um, suffice to say, he will be letting the dogs out this weekend, and I'm looking forward to being front row position for that show. Um, right, yeah, that's all we're done for. Have, Have a, a good, good weekend, and look, look after your mates. Yo! Eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. <laughs>